Welcome to CGM's Pixels of Ink podcast, Game of the Year podcast part two. Woo. In our time machine, we've traveled a week ahead totally at the same table, five minutes. wearing the same clothing. Shut up, Brian. It's a week. For those of us wearing clothing. For those of us. Wait, wait. Quinn, are you not wearing clothing? Yes, I am. I'm only kidding. But he might not be. No one knows. He's on Skype. So we're going to get into it again. And again, I'm going to turn over the reins to Jordan. Thank you, Jordan. Last words. Yeah, my last words. Actually, I guess I should introduce, in case you didn't listen last week, please go and listen to the first part of the Game of the Year podcast so you can catch up with us. And if you don't, if you haven't, do that. You don't have to, but, you know, it probably helps, I guess. Just a little bit. Anyone agree that would help? I thought it was quality content, so listen for the entertainment. Well, yeah, listen to Leanna's voices. (laughs) (laughs) Busting. Busting Bloodborne's chops. If for nothing else than that. (laughs) The Bloodborne voices. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, we'll introduce you again this time, just in case. We have Jordan, who's behind me because I took over his mic for a second. Woo! We have Brendan Quinn joining us on <laughs> Skype, who's not wearing clothing. Woo! We have yeah. Leanna, who does voices. <laughs> does voices. Welcome. See? <laughs> we have Brian Calhoun joining us from the land of puppies and... Drones. What else do you do? Yeah, really into drones right now. There you go. Puppies, puppies and dro- drones. A drone nearly killed a skier in an alpine race. Uh, not my fault. Europe. <laughs> I didn't do it. You don't strap your puppies to the drone, do you? Drone puppies? She likes to fly every once in a while. There you go. <laughs> and of course, the lovely Lisa Muir. Yay! So let's get back into it. Take over, Jordan. Inching, inching forward. Okay. I feel like I can somehow monetize drone puppies. I just got to work this out. Oh, I yeah. think you could. <laughs> yeah. I think you have Absolutely. homework to do. You monetize anything with puppies. Delivery service of puppies with drones. You wonder what? <gasps> Speaking of monetizing everything with puppies... Was at Woodbine, uh, the casino, like three or four days ago. There was a, like, you want to talk about monetization? Everything is monetized as a slot machine. There's a slot machine for Ellen, just Ellen. Um, you can win Ellen if you get Finally! <laughs> can no, you imagine? A video. <laughs> I come to your house and tell <laughs> jokes. A video of her plays, obviously. Um, there's an Elton John machine. There's a machine for, like, AMC's The Walking Dead. So that's two licenses right there. But there's also my favorite Oh My God Puppies. <laughs> and See, that's one I play. And as as you just like get like the puppies slots come going, out of the slot machine. Puppies, <laughs> puppies are the, are the, like the images on the slot machine. Oh my god! And you get four puppies. It gives you like whatever whatever the bonus was. That I was <laughs> does it bark at you? I think so. <laughs> it, uh, during I'll Christmas, it does the Christmas barking dog songs. <laughs> yeah. I was upset that the uh, that the slot machine that has a uh, uh, deer hunter on it was not there because that's the one I'm really good at. Like I can roll a, a casino. If you give me like the big buck hunter and the slot machine combo together, which does exist, <laughs> seriously, I, I can I big I, I believe you. that thing. <laughs> That's amazing. So last when last we left off, we were getting through the uh, nominees for game of the year. Um, we don't have that much left on the list, and a lot of games that we haven't played. So we're going to try and muscle our way through them very quickly and get right into the game of the year section because we have a lot to talk about with that. So um, I'm going to turn it over to Lisa Muir. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I enjoy that so much. Um, <laughs> well, I'm, I was going to do that. We're talking about the indie category. Yeah, see, Lisa's got it. Yeah, you took the story under. category, guys. Yeah. And I just have to say, I, uh, our winner of the nominees was Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. And honestly, yeah. I loved this game. Right it was a lot of fun. Such a huge proponent. Yeah, first game I played here, actually. Right? For oh, great! Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's for great. First let's play good game I did. to start off on. Yeah, yeah. And Cody, I couldn't. I didn't get to play w- with Cody, which was a real bummer. 
you two would have loved and hated each other by the end of it. It would have made and broken friendships. No, me and Cody. It's, it's very challenging. Yeah. Oh, like it's this. really challenging, but the the fact that it was a true cooperative mm-hmm. couch co- game, I, I love that because we don't see enough of that. I, it, it's a lot of like side by side that you can do these days, and to have that, um, it was beautiful. Great soundtrack. Um, and really challenging puzzles, and really made interesting. By like four people. Yeah. Yeah. Three. Three, Three. people. Yeah. Three okay. people. And they were awesome to talk to. Uh, one of them had like just had no programming experience yep. to start. He was just a, a uh, was in uh, illustration, and it, you can completely tell that he had. And they're from Toronto of, too. They're yeah. from Toronto. Yeah. But the um, use were, of color in two D was was really good in that game too that there was a lot going on on the screen mm-hmm. and they used c- the limited colors they have in sort of that retro homage format kind of like yeah. half neon too so it was really bright they and it popped out. Look super pretty yeah and uh, but it also drew the eye in the correct places oh so exactly. you weren't dying because you it were was confused yeah. yeah there was definitely an artist eye to the whole thing yeah. and um it's just, yeah it was just it was a really great exciting Bone fighting game. I don't know. We're all in agreement that it's a glorious indie game. Yeah. The other game, N. I quickly want to say that um, the draw of that game is the community made uh, levels. Because, Mm. uh, like, the guys who made N, also here in Toronto, I forget the name of the studio right now. Magnet. Uh, Magnet? Magnet Studios? Yay, Magnet. I mean, let's be honest with ourselves for a second. N is a re release of a re release of a free game that came out. In like 2001 or something yeah. like that. So when you get down like to the actual parts that Magnet made, well, that's not that impressive. But what they did do was spend a lot of time making a tool creation system and handing that to their community. And their community, my puppy's not here. Bless you. Um, and that community had they made a lot of super cool maps right now. Mm-hmm. Um, just stuff that really blew me away. That I sat there and I wrote the review, and the focus really was for me in that review the community maps. That's nice. how great they were. Mm-hmm. And if you have even an inkling of playing N++, I suggest you go buy it, play it, and start off with those community levels, because I think that's where you're really going to have uh, the most fun. Um, the only really downside was that even though there is multiplayer in that game, um, it's not across the entire board. Mm-hmm. It's not every mode. It's not every level. Um, and some of those community levels, I really would have loved to play with somebody else. So it, it does have like some really good strong parts. It also has a few weak parts. Um, overall, though, I think it is worth your money. As, you know, that's, that's such a funny thing because, like, one of the weirdest things about uh, like Mario Maker is that a lot of the community levels like suck, and like no one's making levels that like. Oh. I'm like, not gonna yeah. say that every level was great. Yeah, it just shows how hard it is to actually make levels, even when you have all the tools, though, and, mm-hmm. and that's what I sort of like in the experiment in some of these community created levels is it is an art. Yeah, even if you've got all the the tools. There, it, there's a feel to it that right. not everybody has. Yeah, I mean, my problem is that you see, you see so many levels that are like gimmick levels. You know? Yeah, I like seeing levels that are people actually like trying to make like you know because when I make a, a level in Mario Maker, I, like my first thought is like, could this be in a Mario game? I'm and just trying to avoid to make some shots at some indie devs that are a little too in love with themselves in response to that. <laughs> I'm being good. Ah. Change the ginger is behaving. Let's oh Jesus. On. Okay, yeah. So uh, we're gonna just dive quick into the nominees for uh, best action game. Uh, I just want to quick say, Action oh, Verge if you like Super Nintendo era Metroid, go play it, because it's awesome. It's a total... You, you cut out on the name of the game. Say it again. Axiom Verge. Go play go. it. It's awesome. Stop yelling at me. 
now. <laughs> Get to the Swim. chopper. So, well, you know, you know, and this is my one thing, and I want to say it quickly. The one thing that bothered me so much about Axiom Verge, and I haven't played it, even though Super Metroid is my, one of my favorite games of all time, um, was just how many people, like in its in their criticisms, you saw like all like the tag, like the tagline box criticisms for it was like this game is Super Metroid, and I'm like, it is. Well, no, Super Metroid, Super Metroid. You can't sell a game on being another game. That's BS. Right. No, it, no, no. I think it's not they're trying to sell the game. They're letting you know that it's not. Not reinventing the wheel that's clearly wearing well, its influence on its sleeve. It, just, like, it it's, just bothers me because when Sonic Lost World tried to be like Mario Galaxy, everyone called it derivative and stupid. And it just bothered me that, you know, oh, here comes a game trying to be Super Metroid. Oh, it's a fucking innovation. I know, but they're not saying that to be derivative or stupid. They're saying it's a great game that's almost the exact same as this other game, but it still kicks ass. Well, you know? I'm just saying. Anyway, move so, on. Speaking of kicking fair, ass, fair, fair. action games. Yeah. Is Bloodborne on this list? Uh, should I admit, yeah. No, I'm kidding. Okay, we're going to mention, uh, we're going to do a quick little shout out to the atmospheric uh, yes. games uh, because, you know, they are here and they did uh, make a point. So, um, Soma was one of them. Mm-hmm. I spent Set a little in bit. Toronto? Uh, what, yeah, was it? Yeah, Set in Toronto. One of the few games I can think of Set in Toronto. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. The only other one I think was made by a guy uh, who like made a super depressing indie game. I can't remember the Because, I mean, you spend most of the sun. game underwater and that's just cool. The starting points, like you. You open up the uh, screen, or sorry, not the screen, the uh, curtains in the doctor's office. Uh, is he a doctor? He's a he's a yeah. med student. Um, you open up the uh, curtains in his office and lobby before you actually get through the security door, and it's like there's a CN Tower in the background. I didn't even oh, notice. Yeah. yeah, no, I now totally we're all missed go it. Back and yeah. Where is it? <laughs> yeah, for real. I felt like yeah, like in terms of like overall atmosphere, the games, like the setting. Being in that sort of weird, because I mean, it's one of the things that I loved about Bioshock, right? Was that that idea of a big sort of like world set under like m- like leagues under the sea mm-hmm. that just sold it for me. And then everything else, like the whole like weird introspective element to it, the robots that are kind of like, are they people? Who knows what what makes a person? That that whole like really um, very human element to it built this amazing uh, atmosphere to it. Yeah, that sense of claustrophobia is yeah. very very nice for yeah for that game. Um, Until Dawn was also a nominee for yeah. best for atmosphere. Fabulous, Great. fabulous. Atmosphere. I I hope more this encourages people to make more games like this because I know people are like oh it's just a Telltale game or oh it's just a walking novel. I'm doing voices again, but for people <laughs> who don't who aren't idiots like me and want to play the super hard survival horror, it gives you that sense of oh my god, so scary if, without yeah, the did. really difficult action mechanics. Also, I love you, Beth Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember like. There were some really good actors in that game, um, and I couldn't remember any of their names. Like Hayden yeah. Penetere was um, Beth which, Cooper. Was Beth, yeah. I, I didn't know that. Uh, the was guy, her. the guy yeah. from I Robot was Josh, or Mr. Robot, or Mr. Mr. Robot. 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 whatever. Fabulous I, could, I just couldn't get past it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was Josh, and uh, and Peter Stormare was the was and he was the devil in Constantine. He was. He's also a vendor in Destiny. He is. Nice. <laughs> Well, no, we, we don't have time to talk yeah, about that. So anyway, Let's move on. Um, but and, uh, and, great, great cast for that. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was yeah. perfectly cast. We I, didn't even talk about the guy from uh, uh, Agents of Shield. Like one of the guys, one of the men is from Agents of Shield. Was he? Yeah, I don't know. yeah, the tall, jerky guy. That oh, uh, Mike. Mike is the, it? Uh, the, the 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 jock character. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> oh my god, he was. Yeah, he was yeah, the jock. Okay. And and what's his name? Um, uh, the the goofy guy yeah. that told all the jokes. I mean, he was the I'm he was the jokester, right? Like they all they all movies. fit the proper '80s horror movie trope characters. Like, um, so, and lastly, the last nominee 
that I have written down here anyway is everyone goes to the rapture, which uh, to me isn't atmospheric at all. It's stupid and boring, and let's not talk about it. So moving on to like Bioshock's rapture, or no, like everyone they that would be a fun l- game. Literally, like everybody disappears. Yeah, they all went to heaven, and you're left below, left mm-hmm. behind with Nicolas Cage. Um, so we're gonna move into the action genre. So would you kindly move into the action genre? Thank you. I was I was hoping you were gonna he get didn't that for. Well, I'm trying to get there. You guys are messing me up. Um, so we got Mortal Kombat X yeah. as one of our nominees. I love that game. Despite its flaws, it was awesome. I mean, I loved it when it was just called Mortal Kombat and it was on the last generation, but that's neither here nor there. I, I like the new characters. I think it's it's, an, it's a long end of series now. I thought the campaign mode was great. Um, some of the fatalities could have been punched up, but... Yeah. It's it. The new characters worked, and I'm very picky about. It bothered me that there was no like simplistic combos. Maybe I'm just a simpleton in that way. But the fact that you couldn't <laughs> just press like X X X for a basic combo, like even your starting combos was like X up right square, really? but I, down square. It like depends on the character you pick. I pick Sub Zero. I always pick Sub Zero. Oh, well, he's that's my favorite. why he's got some of the hardest combos in the game. That's because he had some like yeah. he, he used to be one of the most. Like, him and Scorpion used to be the two like easiest but characters. The I, older I, characters have more difficult combos now because they're supposed to be veterans, so the play styles match their characters, and that's one of the things I liked. It's it's really deep design in a fighting I'm, game. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. That's stupid. No, it's not. Yes, it is. You're just trying to make me do voices again. That's stupid. It's not stupid. It's so stupid. It's not stupid. And we also have Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, um, yeah. Halo, Halo Five, and yeah. see, I didn't Batman. play Halo. Does anybody care about Halo? I don't think anyone cares about Halo. I at least would. not in this group. No, no. couch no. co-op. And I no really liked. Co-op. And I really yeah. liked Halo. Like but I really got into it. Way. Esports. Yeah, they want that yeah. 60 frames per second, and they can't pump that out in 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 split screen co-op. Cop out. Cop out. Minecraft did it. The only reason I played Halo <laughs> is for something to play yeah, with those my husband, stunning but graphics that buying in feature is not it's there HD, anymore. man. What do you know? In split screen, so it looks great. It does. It does. It, it felt. Like you know what? The problem that I had with with Halo Five is that it, it felt a little too fast paced, and it didn't feel like like a traditional Halo. Like, and the fact that it's been built up like six games now. And it just felt so like radically different. Like it felt like it felt like I was playing Call well, of Duty. Well, it's a whole different team making the game. Right? Well, no, because even even Halo Four yes felt no. a little bit more like like the last Halos. This one feels like when I just playing for what I played, like like sort of like one of the intro missions. It felt so much like Call of Duty, and they're, it just didn't feel like the same game. They're pulling it into that esports realm, well, and I, don't like I, that. I think I mean esports has its place. You know, much respect to esports people, but. Hobbyist gaming is important, and Halo is a critical hobbyist franchise. It it should stay there, but everybody's chasing that sort of esports gameplay yeah. elite status, and it's disappointing. Halo Halo Six is going to be a VR game. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You joke, but yeah, no, I don't think he was completely no, no. joking. I'm I'm predicting the future here. You heard it. You heard it first here, and finally. I mean, do, do we want to talk about Metal Gear Five? I mean, we all know it's amazing. Well, let's, yeah. let's save that for the Game of the Year okay. discussion. Okay, so, yeah. so... Let's talk about Call of Duty Black Ops 3, the game everybody was screaming about. It's not great. Mm. I'm kidding. Obviously, who cares? It's Call <laughs> anyway, of Duty like Look at Brendan over here with a sense of humor. Get out of here with my eye holes. What are these social skills? <laughs> so, now, we're moving right into Game of the Year nominees. You ready for this? I'm ready. Brendan, are you, are you sitting down? I see. I'm sitting down. My rage is building. Okay. Don't worry. Are you, <laughs> are you, are you standing? Because you're going to need to sit down for some of these. So we got for the game of the year. We got Metal Gear Solid Five, <laughs> Undertale, 
Fallout 4. And, Boo! And Splatoon. Woohoo! And. And. Drum roll, please. Wait, wait, we got this, one more. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and a Witcher three. Sorry, yeah. sorry, that was on my other page. I forgot to turn the page. Forgot about Geralt. Geralt All right. is the dre of this. I didn't hear Bloodborne in that list. What's what's happening? Did it you miss something? Uh, uh, maybe it's not. Okay, we'll put Bloodborne on the okay, list. Okay, yeah. So we're just did you make a mistake? Was that Quiz first right? Right? <laughs> yeah, That was the right first one up, wasn't it? If okay. we're going to actually substitute stuff in, can we quickly add a sports category just so we can talk about uh, Rocket League? Just for a second. Oh, yeah. Let's just talk uh, about Rocket League. You want to just yeah. talk about Rocket League? Rocket League is a writing in game of the year now. Let's yeah. make it Rocket League <laughs> wins the sports game of the year. It does, yeah. Followed closely by the Sparrow Racing from Destiny and uh, Third is <laughs> Evolved. Okay, seconded. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Passed. That's the thing. Passes. You gotta put it on the website now. <laughs> no, we don't. It's invisible. It's, it's an unlockable character. Well, that's funny because you know, yeah, no. Uh, Rocket League wins racing and sports because it's both. <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna argue that there's no racing in that game. Well, you gotta race and your, your car to the ball before the other person. So Rocket if the ball League was the finish the line, no, actually, there there are some advantages to letting the first team or the other team hit it's it true. first. And then you can rebound off of that very nicely. You don't get that sweet hit first hit points. Ah, what do I care? I'm driving around as a DeLorean. You got the DeLorean? I've, been, I've wanted to. I haven't justified paying the like, dollar for it. Two so. bucks. Oh, yeah. I just, I've been meaning Outrageous. to. Outrageous. I know. <laughs> Once you actually... Because in Rocket League... <laughs> Do you go back in time? <laughs> in Rocket League, uh, you can actually be destroyed if someone run, rams into you fast enough. If you are the DeLorean, it's a big puff of smoke. The, <laughs> the fire trail is the there. The fire trail is oh there. God, that's amazing. And the license plate is just spinning on the ground. That's amazing. And if you jump up in the air and hit your boosters, which allows you just to fly across the map, yeah. the wheels will turn in like in uh, uh, Back to Future 2. Okay, now i got to go home and spend $2. Thank you. It's worth well, We all know what we're doing tonight now, <laughs> yeah. finding all these things we missed. We're all playing. Yeah. I was going to say, we're all playing Rocket League yeah. as okay, DeLorean. So, sports game of the year is Rocket League moving on to Game Done. of the Year. Yeah, Rocket okay. League. So, Seriously, Brendan, you got to put it on the list now. So, uh, it's I a guess. Thing. So, do we want so to do talk we, about we, we discuss? All deserving discuss? games. All very deserving games for very different reasons. Um, although, you know, Fallout 4 keeps making it onto these lists. I don't know of anybody that said, it was amazing! I don't think no, Fallout I've 4. I've heard everybody go, Meh. I really wanted to play it, and now it's like, eh. Yeah. yeah. I don't feel like it deserves to be on the list because it's only been out for like a month and a half. But I think Fallout 4 is a. Um, it may actually deserve to be on that list because it, it is just like. Um, it's a phenomenon. It's Fallout. Because no, because 40, this, this has been. Deathclaw fights are fun. This has been the year of. when you look at Halo and like, oh, Halo is supposed to be amazing, and Halo just turns out to sort of just be. Eh. Yeah, but it, it, everyone looked at Fallout Four like it was supposed to be amazing, and it turned out to just be. And eh. just, see, I eh. have very low but see, that's my point. I feel like this is the year of the uh, video game. I, I this agree. This is the with year you. where the big blo- uh, blockbusters. Okay, let's. You know what? Let's cross out Fallout Four. Let's write in Bloodborne. All right. Yes. <laughs> All right. No, I agree with you. I mean, it, realistically, like in terms of like standout, deserved winners on this list, I'm only seeing like two, maybe this three. This has kind of really I, been I four. a disappointing year in video games. When you think about it, when you look back, yeah. 2015 wasn't that sort but, of well, no, because you know the part that we thought it was going to be. That's the weird thing because like you look at the the, with the, the game hitters, awards. Yeah, lots of other stuff okay. going on. There, there are reasons why, though, right? I mean, let's be fair, guys. Let's take off our fan hat and put on our pro hat right now. We have never had a console cycle. The two consoles came out at the same time and had their problems at the same time. So when we were in this section of of the Xbox 360 life cycle, it was the only one out there, so everybody was playing. So, you know, that one great game, Gears of War comes out or Halo 2 comes out, and that saves the year. Mm -hmm. The PS3... 
the first three years, they didn't quite know what they were doing, were at that point in the life cycle of both the Xbox One and the PS4, so I'm not surprised it's kind of a mediocre year. See, the th uh, you know, I, I feel like, and this maybe is just a, maybe it's a failing on our part, because, you know, you look at something like, like the, game, the Game Awards, right? And they put, like, things like Mario Maker on the list for Game of the Year. Like, they put, uh, what else was on Game of the I Year like stuff? I like our list. I think it's good too. I just I feel like it's you know there's there's other stuff that I think that was lacking and I you know just in terms of in terms of like 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 you guys said it's been a very eh year. There was other stuff that I feel were real like solid gems that sort of like didn't like the taking didn't thing. shine out. I I am generally I'm ambivalent about game of the year period because yeah. it, it you end up getting this short lift of five or six games and you recognize they're all good and then you have to sit there and drink a lot and stare at the ceiling and go, you know, what game is, is what game, you know, the heart is in it. And for me, um, for me, it was Metal Gear. Yeah. Not because I think yep. it's technically the best game on that list, just because it, it is a developer still bothering to tell his story as controversial as it may yeah. be. Totally uncompromised. You meant to say convoluted. Yeah. Well, no, convoluted, <laughs> controversial. Oh, I lost my Good mic. Lord. Um, Metal Gear is so far up its own it, ass it at this is, point. Like, I don't even know where to begin. That's it what makes is, it great. But he he's telling his story, right? I lost my microphone. Thank you. Uh, he's telling his story. Can you guys hear me? Oh, yeah. yeah. I can okay, hear you good. Yeah. And, and as... as you know, adolescent as it is in places and as downright bizarre as it is in other places and we can't complete... It's somebody still making art. Yeah. yeah. In that video games. Yeah. to justify every single piece in that story. Like, there's not one ridiculous part that he didn't have a reason for. Except for uh, okay. quiet being okay. naked, but... No, no, no he so still had a reason. reason. He had a reason for it. It was just a stupid but reason. But that's what he, he wanted to do. About it. That's the thing. He put, well, that's no, what he wanted yeah. to do, and he didn't yeah. cover her up because he, he, he wanted to appease everybody. That was the character he wanted to make. That was the story he wanted to tell, and he went for it, and good for him. I, yeah, I guess I that's agree. true. I agree. I think that... In my opinion, that ended up harming the game on a bigger scale, I uh, the series true. especially. Yeah. 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 But it's good flawed. for him for sticking to his guns. He did his own thing. Well, see, but that's, mean, that's that's my only problem happened. with it is that he he didn't he didn't stick to his guns in the same in the way that he said, you know what? I wanted to make a character who had her tits out. He made a dumb, convoluted reason that tried to make sense in the game story, and he didn't stick to it by just saying, you know what? I wanted her in there to look like that because but I wanted her to look like that. Period. Well, like, if he had done can't. that, I would have I would have like, been I would have like respected that a lot more than him trying to come up with some dumb reason and saying yeah, we're all gonna feel that, bad that, about it after. I liked the alien qualities of Quiet. I, I liked that she wasn't, you know, she was a little bit inhuman in that way. No, I like that too. In the Metal Gear world, if she was just girl with her tits out, that's not a Metal Gear character. No, I, that's what I know? mean. I like that too. It but is, but it's not that Metal Gear character. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. not a, not a, it's not what, it's All not I'm saying is the boss didn't look like that. Yeah. Well, okay, that's a, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the center of her character, it was just like, the result of her character. There's there's parts of it I didn't love, and I'm not saying it's a perfect game. There's no perfect game. There's no such thing as a perfect game. Yeah, it's I called just, Undertale. <laughs> Dark Souls. Even, even Undertale. Too many, too many stops and starts at the end. I can find something wrong with any game, but, you know, it just, well, yeah, we somebody right bothering <laughs> to just go unabashedly artistic vision. That's just where I went with it, and I was happy that someone will still bother to do that with the millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars that go into the games. And I think Metal Gear will be the game on that list that will have the 
um, greatest um, disparity between people who loved it and hated it because I feel like that's the game the way it's set up. It's 99% of how much you're going to enjoy that game is based on your personal playthrough. Yeah. How how willing you are to just like methodically go through every single mission or, you know, maybe you stumble upon something that someone else didn't faster and it it changes the way you play that game compared to someone else. It's a very personalized experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, And really that's all I can say about it. I agree. So let's get, let's get into it. Let's start right at the top with racing. These are the winners to get, let's get a little, uh, get a little. So for racing, the winner of the CG Game of the Year Award is Need for Speed. Bullshit. Yeah. 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 FMVs, long live them. I think after the discussion <laughs> last week, that was no surprise. Well, yeah, yeah. of course. That is bullshit. Whatever, Brian. <laughs> uh, we should point out, I guess, if we haven't, that the winners were based on um, votes. Votes everyone by voted. staff. Votes. By yeah. staff, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone voted, and you guys are all wrong. But what can I do about that? <laughs> I didn't vote for that one, but you yeah. guys. I feel your pain. Trust me. Ninety-nine percent of the vote can't be wrong. <laughs> well, there is the Donald Trump presidential campaign. That's, all right, yeah. family game. Which, yeah, well, he's. I mean, he's going to win, so that's the spirit. Um, so, family game. The winner is. Super Mario Maker. Yeah. That was yeah. very different than what we talked about last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at, but I mean, realistically, again, how do you nail down the terminology of what makes a family game? Um, when you when you look at it in the sense that it's something that the whole family can enjoy, I a hundred percent agree. Like anyone, but it's although also although Mario, yeah, it's Mario. Yeah, exactly. How can you not Brand like it? It's recognition, man. Yeah. That it's was Mario, Mario across. Year, right? uh, yeah. Uh, um, I didn't say this earlier, but I, I, I like I like that of, of all the games that were selected. I think this is the one that inspires the most learning in students. Yeah, children. exactly. So, so yeah. This yeah. is going to be like our generation of yeah. game designers are going to have grown up with Mario Maker. Exactly. You know what I mean? No, Minecraft. Minecraft. But. Minecraft, Minecraft. But Mario Maker is more a game that teaches you like level design and mechanics and stuff like like the idea of making a game like a, a basic platformer. Minecraft is just virtual Legos, well, and anyone I can, can play with Legos. I can tell you one thing: like I, I work with kids in my other job and every single one of them plays minecraft yeah every sure every kid you see everywhere in the world plays minecraft but yeah. like i said that's just legos we all grew up playing legos but designing a level that's, like a mario level is something totally different i agree but that's also something that might be a bit above the head of like an eight-year-old no i don't no, think so i don't, I, I don't think so man my my little cousin plays totally mario maker and he enjoys it and he makes levels that are i mean very very basic recreations of some of like traditional Mario stuff but he also just makes dumb gimmick levels like he's having fun trying to make yeah. a video game you know what I mean mm-hmm. yep. but I feel like there's a bit of a discrepancy in the whole family aspect of it because unless you grew up I think like a gamer this game for like your like mom and dad isn't gonna really fly like yeah, a guy like me it's yeah it's that whole family aspect of it because then mom and dad are sharing something from their childhood that's and true hey kids this is what we did you want to try it out and there's that conversation exactly but i feel together. like if you didn't grow Mario up bringing families together no but jordan on that note too like a lot of people my age are now the mom and dad yeah exactly right but they aren't they i'm like i'm not playing with my 60 year old father that is never gonna happen that's but there are true games that i would like to play with my kids and i grew up with video games so but i, I feel like if you were if i were a dad let's say Mario Maker would be the kind of game that would be right up my alley because I would know 
having grown up with Mario, this would appeal to me because it would like appeal to that nostalgia element to me. Uh, yeah, it would, oh, like, absolutely. And then I, it's something I could give to my kids and be like, and say like, yeah, like Lisa yeah. said, you know, this is something I grew up with. Why don't you try? Why don't you try to like make some levels and 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 play around and and see what Super Mario was all about. This is definitely a game I'd bring into the classroom. Yeah, well, where's like well, the PTs and stuff? Patrick Those Patrick. are the kind of games I want my kids playing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's almost. I'll show you how to design survival San Diego horror. Of this generation, <laughs> it, it is that edutainment. Yeah niche which i wish would come back i just yeah. we, we just lost quinn i've got no sound on my hello oh, oh no i got him okay it's just uh, very I very my headset keeps shorting out yeah mine's... yeah but uh multiplayer this is, getting, this is getting edited out okay so for best multiplayer the winner of the cg magazine game of the year award goes to splatoon yeah i mean hands down how can you argue with it it's one of the best multiplayer experiences that has come out in this past year, I know Brian wants to say Destiny, but yeah, you know, but Destiny, I also want to say Destiny for most of these categories. Destiny yeah. didn't do things differently. Destiny is a and very Splatoon bog standard. Splatoon isn't charging you thirty bucks to level up. So. Exactly. <laughs> D- well, Splatoon isn't isn't tying in with making you drink massive amounts of Red Bull to like get like super like uh, upgrades and stuff. I understand that people have problems with microtransactions, but I feel like you can't hold. Destiny responsible for no, the concept of microtransactions. Oh no, I'm not. We're, just, we're being World of facetious. Warcraft of course, has been doing it for Absolutely. 20 years. After, no, sorry, more like 10 years, I guess. No, 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 it's true. Uh, my my argument is that it's just it's a very it's sort of bog standard. It's your kind of like you know RPG style or shooter with RPG elements. It's very Halo. It's very Borderlands. Like it doesn't try and anything if new. If this wasn't the year of the video game that was kind of, uh, I would agree with you. But I feel like they're all that way at this point. Yeah. So cutting Destiny out for that reason as well. Well, no, I'm not I'm not cutting it up. I'm saying it doesn't stand next to Splatoon, which like tried new things. Things, reinvented the genre, looked at and 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 re like analyzed what made a shooter and then made it different. Mm, the reason why I would vote for Splatoon is because finally here's Nintendo trying something new. Well, and that's that's my thing. At the end the of the words day, right out of my mouth, I was just gonna say like Jordan's all about reinventing, and he's a huge Nintendo fanboy. Like, give me a break. Well, they pumping the same crap out for thirty years at this point. This is so. my this is my other thing. Um, I got bored of Destiny after like ten hours. I have yet to get bored of Splatoon. At the end of the day, it is fun. Like with a capital fun. You know what I mean? Like, oh, Splatoon is also fun. Yes, that's also, the, and that's my table. thing. Like, after a while, yeah. Destiny wore out its welcome with me. Splatoon, like months later, still hasn't. I stopped playing Destiny last week when Rainbow Six uh, Siege came out, and I had been playing it every day. Mm-hmm. As far as that, that didn't make board. it on the list, that's like nothing but I multiplayer. Think it came out too late. Um, yeah. Also, uh, considering all the server issues I've been having, Rainbow Six Siege. I've heard that I've heard a lot, a lot across the board, but that's maybe that's, not the best multiplayer game of 2015. Everybody, that's not neither here nor there. But I, I have Splatoon's, heard that a lot. I think Splatoon well deserves this. And yeah, and like good on Nintendo too for like consistently updating it, constantly adding new stuff. All of it's free. Like finding new ways to like keep players involved. Like splat fests. Like they're not important, but. You know, they, they, they give you a reason to want to visit it every weekend and sort of pick a side and, and, and fight for what you, I guess, what you believe in. Does anyone else think that Nintendo was surprised Splatoon did so well? They seem to be like, oh, you actually yeah. like this? I mean, because they, if for, if for, they didn't put Mario in it? Absolutely. <laughs> actually, actually, fun fact, it was supposed to be a Mario game. Was it? Yeah. Then they, oh, they, did they just reskin everything? Or? No, they just sort of like st- like steered the direction away from Mario. I think it was actually, a good call. other fun fact, Captain Such Toad was also call. supposed to be a Zelda game. 
huh. the Captain Toad Adventures thing. They wanted that to be like little like cartoon Link. Oh, that, that would they... have been the same game without Toad and Toadette. Yeah, well, but the yeah. thing is that like Link doesn't jump already, right? So like removing jumping from a Mario game kind of was cute. weird. This yeah, but I mean, the little, a platform little without jumping. How would you even do it? <laughs> well, they did it, Captain Toad. A lot of walking. Yeah, a lot of very speedy a lot of walking. Pipes. <laughs> it was a great game. Um, all right, so for RPG, the CG winner, best game of the year, CG award. I said that wrong. Anyway, the winner will be Witcher 3. <laughs> this crop of RPGs, I agree if it's not Undertale. I mean, in terms of scope, it's definitely got everything beat. It. I guess. Yeah. I, still, it, I, I, I agree I with you, You Quinn. haven't even played half the games on here. Like, I put, as a big fan of Baldur's Gate and those, like, tactical party, like, isometric RPGs, Wasteland 2 and Divinity kicked ass. The Witcher 3 is yet another open world, world, first person, yeah. you know, whatever. Be careful like, criticizing The Witcher 3 on the internet. Learn from my mistakes. I don't Just care. Everybody bring, go, Witcher 3 sucks. It's, it's great. Let's move bring on. Bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah. I no, I, I agree with Quinn. I think Blood Wasteland and Divinity got underwritten <laughs> and they were friggin' awesome. Throwbacks. And despite the categorical disagreement about where Bloodborne should be or not, I mean, obviously, I've said my piece. That's, you know, that's. I agree have been. with you, Quinn. I don't know. I think based on the list, Witcher 3 was the best on the list. I'm not saying it's a perfect RPG. Far from it. I'm just saying all told, because there's a lot of components to an RPG. I say based on the list, Bloodborne was the best, but best RPG. Yeah, yeah. You well, just we, want to we'll, make me do voices. We'll again, agree. Right? We'll agree to disagree. We'll do those after. You just like <laughs> running around in circles around a spider for this forty-five minutes. That's your idea of role-playing. Yeah, yeah. Getting the sh- crap kicked out of you and Dodging going back for more. Dodging icicles for an hour and a half. What icicles? That's good role. If you suck, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, maybe you just sucked at the game. <laughs> <laughs> this room doesn't understand verbally. <laughs> Why don't you get good and come back to us? <laughs> oh, we gotta get good. Yeah, because get good is said in an RPG. That's not an action yeah. gamer term at all. No, exactly. Get good at get good at get, at, no, at Final Fantasy good. and come back. Get Get good. It's a perfect example of my favorite aspect of RPGs, which is min-maxing stats. Yeah. I love tinkering with numbers and Bloodborne. See? Does that. This is is my tabletop past coming in because, yes, that's part of it, but then there's the what core rules. The numbers facilitate the story and the role playing for me, not the other way around. And I think this is mm-hmm. this is the struggle for the soul of the RPG genre. And it's a real issue for developers. Because yeah, people like numbers because they can understand them. But there's a lot of gamers right now who are just looking for a good story and they're not being serviced by the RPG genre right now. It's true. Except Wasteland had an awesome story and awesome characters, but nobody one game doesn't save a, a slate. What I'm you know, saying. Oh, wait, look, no. Pillars of Eternity. Like, this was a year of the CRPG resurgence. Maybe not for consoles, but there was a ton of awesome, difficult, deep, lore-filled, character-driven CRPGs for the PC and the Mac, and only two of them were represented here, but there was, like, a whole slew of them. This year was great if you were an RPG fan and you could look beyond the PlayStation and the Xbox. Yeah. So spend $1,500 on a PC is, is the more... No, not at all. I'm playing on my girlfriend's MacBook. Like, Wasteland 2, Divinity, uh, Pillars of Eternity junk. will stretch it a bit, but they're not, like, game... Or, sorry, you don't need a big rig to run these games. 
at all. I would, I'd say it's actually kind of a shame that Xenoblade Chronicles X came in. And I'm looking at it because the box is on the desk, and it's actually quite a good RPG. I've, I've heard that. It's I've really good. It's a shame that it came out so late because, like, I'm it's and it's it go. It feels a little bit like like you were saying a little bit more traditionalist in its style, right? Like it kind of goes back to like more traditional, like I would even say PS2 era. JRPGs, but it even feels like 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 you play it and it feels like Mass Effect. Like it's so cool. I'm just keeping my powder dry for Undertale because it's nominated again. Yep. So, so we're yeah. gonna move on. So we all we all. Which is a game I have no angry rant towards. So good because you'd be wrong about it. Well, you have time. Sense. Start writing. Next category. All right. So for indie games, the winner of the CG Game of the Year award goes to. We all said it loud and clear. Undertale. Yay! And I mean, I'm so glad because I was livid in the actual like game awards that uh, Rocket League won Best Indie. It's not an indie game. It's an indie game. It's, it's made by an indie developer. That's mm. what's the definition of an indie game? Is it made by big market like company yeah. or is it made by an indie developer? It was made by an indie developer, indie title. But let's see what's great about Undertale because yeah, there's so much. It, I mean, it actually does this could fill a choose. whole podcast by itself. And I don't want to talk too much about it because if you haven't played it, no, the, yeah, the there's too stuff, much about the like elements of it that'll kind of spoil the whole experience. The, the memes are totally worthy. The fact that this has been, I mean, God, I, I've never seen a game be embraced by. The social justice warriors and the channers at the same time, yeah. like Undertale has, for completely different reasons. Like the, the everyone Wait, are sort you of this is the game that's united the internet. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. That's the weird. No, thing No, it about really it. did. I have not seen any negativity or vitriol directed towards Undertale at all. You, really, yeah. it's got, you wow. can't. It's got a non-gendered. So they don't say the main character, yeah. he or she. They can be both. It's well, just I mean, vague enough okay. that you yeah. uh, that you. But can they're decide. not like pandering to that market. No, no they're not. Just there. They yeah. just don't reference it. It's okay. like by not saying something, they're saying right. everything. You and know what I mean? And then they animated him or her or they to be them to be looks like they could be biracial. Could yeah. Be part Asian, like they got kind of the kinky brown hair. Yeah, but so like the can... skin's like a very like weird tone of yellow, so it doesn't seem like it's like realistically human. And yeah, that's another thing too. They never refer like in in like they in the way that they don't refer to like anything by gender. They only call like the character human. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And that's it. But then it's got this crazy fun retro gameplay with with really deliberate. Uh, priming the player for the late game mechanics, so mm -hmm. the hardcore like gamer is about gameplay crowd loves it as well yeah. for the design, it does and the stuff. jokes, and the humor. Oh yeah, yeah. like written. It's it's up there. Like it's quirky as hell. It's it's right up there. It wears its its um, references and its homage to Earthbound like right on its sleeve. But I I wrote the review for it and I described it as uh, Earthbound if it was a Hao Miyazaki film. Yeah. Um, but it does things, and this is what I loved about it so much, that basically it, it makes Psycho Mantis look like a chump in just how meta the whole game is. Like every little tiny thing, it feels like if you did it and then you kind of go back to it, like it, it remembers it and it plays with your perceptions of the game, uh, like what it is. And that all plays into the final like end game story when you like get to that point. Um I mean, it's it's the only game, and I've like you know, because I I'll admit, Last of Us got me choked up. Yeah. Telltale's The Walking Dead got me choked up. Undertale had me bawling 
like in tears, the final boss fight. I'm glad that you clarified that because you said balling. Like, you know, like, like balling, you know what I mean? Making it rain. No, yeah. I mean, like, I was like, like trying to do the final boss fight, like squinting through tears, and I couldn't stop. Like it, I'm I'm not kidding, man. It it, it affected me on a really deep level. You Mediterranean and, types are so emotional. Oh my god, I know it's a it's a curse, really. Yeah, no, like it, it was very touching. It was. Oh yeah, it and that's what I mean. It's it's such a strong game that it it connects you to its world, it connects you to its characters, and it makes you feel like a part of it. And then when you finally get that, you know, to the end of it, like it really has that like great payoff, and it. You know, you feel like you had an experience along with everyone and, else, and they make pacifism challenging. Like that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah, that's why I stuck with that because it was way harder than just going through the whole game and but, murdering everything. But more rewarding instead of doing that hit the middle fight yeah. mechanic. It was a different mini game. Exactly, on who you and you had to really to... think and think outside the box and figure out what like sequence of of sort of talking to the, to the enemies would unlock the proper way to end it like mercifully. But the theme of determination was good. Too. Yeah, I liked how that played out. That in was a practical mm-hmm. sense, right? At the and tied. Yeah, yeah. We're not. We can't say too much about it. Yeah. I like. I will say just as a sort of final point. Um, it was a game that, it, and it's it's been. I think the only game in a very very long time that has stuck with me. Like it's it's been maybe like two months since I played it, and I'm still thinking about it. I like when I listen to the soundtrack, I get choked up at certain points. Like like it was the kind of game that I was actually depressed when I was finished it because I realized I would never be able to experience it with like fresh eyes ever again. Oh, but then you can just write nye yeah, to yeah, be Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. And and you can you can date a skeleton. So enough said. And he's very what we've cool. all wanted. Oh my god, he's the coolest guy in the world. <laughs> Well, I'd be upset if Rocket League didn't win our best sports game of the year. So, well, but of it, course it did. But of course, course it, it did. did so. <laughs> so we can move on. Yeah, Everyone we, gets theirs. <laughs> I didn't get mine. My game got shafted. Brandon, you're more well equipped to uh, to deal with um, you know disappointment. You're a lot older than all of us. Oh, thank you, Jordan. No, pro- no problem. I mean, you've, right. you've seen the wars, right? You know disappointment. Atmospheric <laughs> game. So the winner of the CG Game of the Year for Best Atmospheric Game goes to... <laughs> Until Dawn! Yay! Come on down. I mean, yeah, I think we're all in agreement. I loved Until Dawn. And that that it, it was the game that sort of reminded me that... And it, it was good because it was that good reassurance that, like, survival horror isn't dead well in said. the AAA industry. Like, well you can still do it. It'll still make money. And it can still be a very engaging and, like exciting experience and it you know and it wasn't scary in the same way because i went into it and i'll be honest with you when i started playing it and i was like like kind of shrugging it off because i was holding it to the standard that i thought it was going to be like the next pt and i feel like i've been spoiled with pt because you know nothing will ever be as scary as pt again but i know a lot of people don't don't agree with me on that so i might be wrong and then when you start really getting into it and you start sort of allowing yourself to like understand that this is an 80s horror movie, okay? This is like mm. Friday the 13th, the game before the Friday the 13th game comes out. You know, and you get to be a part of that movie and you get to influence the choices and who gets to live and who gets to die and you know all that stuff. It really does pull you in and it does get genuinely scary at parts. But it doesn't over-rely on those jump scares and those no. cheap deaths that mechanics-based I mean, survival horror it's, does it's, to death, pardon the pun. 
it's funny that like the the whole like jump scare part is really only one section of the game. Like they just sort of like shovel it in and say, okay, make sure we got the jump scares in there. But then we're also gonna put like because I felt the scarier thing, not not just the atmosphere itself, because yeah, like when it started doing those like really like good like violin like horror strings and and like it's got those like like little tweaky like noises and stuff. Yeah. That like the atmosphere, yeah, was very, very scary. And then yeah, and then monsters show up. Um, spoiler alert. Um, but it was so more. Horror game or monster? Oh, I know, you right? Monster, you ruined the game. I mean, for me, a lot of the horror stemmed from, and a lot of like the really like tense atmosphere stemmed from trying to keep all the kids alive. Like you never really know what choice you're gonna make yeah. that might get everyone killed. So it really like does create that like just insane amount of tension and atmosphere in in its in its scariness and and its unsurety and what choices do what like Oh my yeah. god, yeah. The simplicity of it all is the thing that but altruism doesn't necessarily keep everybody alive. No, it's well, true. You need that survival instinct sometimes or yeah, you get you get cornered in spoilers, but yeah. 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 And also the actors. I mean, we got to Oh give my our, god, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we got to give credit like, where credit is due. Hats to those guys for pulling off amazing characters. I I really want to say my favorite scene in that game right now um just because the the actress who She's one of the ones that we didn't mention. Um, Hayden Penetier? No. no we, oh. we, mentioned, we mentioned Beth Cooper. Um, she was, yeah. I believe, Mike's new girlfriend. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Oh, one. I hate Ru- Ruth, I think her name was. I, Emily. Emily. Oh, God, I hate Wait, her. Was I Emily, was so happy when I Did Emily have die. the black hair or the yeah, blonde Yeah, she was hair? like the Asian girl. Okay, no, that's not what I'm talking about. The one I'm talking oh, about um, is the Ditsy one. Jennifer. Or Jessica, Jessica. Jessica, Jessica, Jessica. Um, and, I mean, there's a scene there, which I think I'm actually going to sort of spill this out a little bit. So if you don't want to be... Spoil just skip ahead. Skip ahead five seconds. Um, There's that scene where it's a horror movie, so obviously two of the characters are gonna get down. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And she's basically, you know, trying to get in the mood. Monsters start scaring them, (laughs) and she goes out onto the onto the porch and starts screaming, "You bastards! Yeah, we're We're gonna do it. Have a good time. You wanna what?" Fuck you! Yeah. Where you <laughs> fuck? And I'm sitting there just like. Oh my god, lady! I, I don't know what your name is as an actress, but like she was amazing. You sold that. I was I was I sitting mean, there applauding the entire time. Well, because what you're 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 playing as her in that whole scene, right? For the most of it. And I remember I had such a laugh because like it gives you the option to like steer the steer it away from the mood, and I was kind of just like, yeah, we just got chased through the woods by some scary ass monster. I'm really not in the mood anymore. Like, yeah. can we just like just like take the gun on the on the wall and just hide in in the bedroom until morning shows up like well that is one of the criticisms of the game though i mean because it's a situation where all the characters could live or could die at any moment mm-hmm. it has to allow for all characters to be there and not be there at the same time exactly which leads to a lot of situations where um these what was it nine ten teenagers i believe it was I think it was eight, like, okay. but I've eight or nine. We could okay. be wrong. These eight or nine teenagers are dealing with horror and death, and and then a bunch of teenage like, drama on top of drama that. drama and all this stuff with the guts of Navy fucking seals. <laughs> okay, yeah, like yeah, just no. like oh my god, there's a dead body, and then five seconds you move on, or yeah. we just got we got chased through the woods by some monster. Five seconds later, we're gonna fuck. 
Yeah. It's it's and one I of those situations where if, one type of playthrough. If you want to use that stupid term, it's the ludo narrative dissonance of the whole game. See, I don't think so though because Whoa, it's an homage to eighties films. So I gotta look so at my words. Yeah, but do but that in eighties movies. That's that's true. Yeah. But I mean, but the player like knows better, right? The player like obviously you would like think of a situation differently, and then you're not like put in that situation. But like it's that idea that yeah, like it's supposed to deal with the drama, and then it sort of doesn't. See, I would agree that they had like guts of steel, except for the fact that if you make certain choices, Emily is freaking hysterical. Oh my god! Play, to the point that it's way overdone that way as well. So I felt that the but Navy Seal bravery was sort of deliberate as a "this is stupid" and let's all say it's stupid and move yeah. on. Yeah, but I also yeah. feel like that was just one scene. Like I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. I, I feel mm-hmm. like that was one scene directly, like for the lack of a better term, directed to be her screaming and freaking out that way. But I, I think Whereas it was the rest a point of, game... of consciousness is what I'm saying, okay. is that they recognize that the emotional range is not going for an Oscar. It's aiming for House of Wax. The camp, yeah. You know, like, yeah. That's that's what ha- had me. The fact that there was all that over-the-top, stereotypical horror acting. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I, yeah. They yeah. dedicated yeah. a whole scene to, like, a cat fight. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like that whole sort of morality backbone of those old horror films, too, of, you know, don't go into the woods. It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's, that sort of thing that I like. And they went into the woods all the time. Oh, yeah, they all never the stopped time. going in the goddamn woods. It was woods, house, woods, house, woods, it house. Remember even that part, again, spoiler alert, where they're all like in the basement, and I think Mike was just like, okay, let's just stay here and wait it out till morning, and then they can't do it for the life of them. They had to contrive a reason to get out of the safe room. I love like, it. Yeah. I love it. Well, that would make for a rather boring video game. That's true. <laughs> waiting it out the game see I, but it should have been an option that would be yeah, cool right? that yeah. was actually and just, an and then you just oh, wait it out the an hour coming back it's like in, wait in it out or leave when you're laying on the ground yeah and you can just stay there and you can stay there as long as you want yeah oh, I mean there, there are precedents for that the last Far Cry game for example yeah I didn't play yeah that's true there's a secret ending that's like the game is maybe like 40 oh, minutes yeah, long. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to sit in the chair and wait. Yeah. yeah and you wait right. long enough. Oh, right, and then the he just comes back and yeah. says, okay, yes. thanks for waiting. And then you yeah. leave. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh. So there, there is presence for that sort of just ending to out. be in a game before. That you know. weird out, like, Stan Lee parable stuff. All right. So let's move on. What? Stan. I did what I said. You said Stan Lee like the comic guy. It's Stan Lee. You know what? was on the wrong syllable. I would play that game. <laughs> the Stanley Stan parable. <laughs> just get to Let show me up and tell you a story about superheroes. <laughs> that would be an awesome Excelsior! <laughs> Don't go down there. They'll throw you out of the comic book. Why is Stanley like a, a small Jewish woman? Yeah. In your... well, you sound like one of the characters from like of... from Freaky Stories. You eaten That's how he talks, though. Does he? Oh, yeah. He sounds like oh. the, the love child of like... Uh, Rodney Dangerfield and Mel Brooks. Every time we see Stanley, he says, so, have we gotten you thrown off of television yet? He always, he always I, says that. I don't think I've watched enough Stanley interviews. To yeah, you sound like somebody's grandmother from Long Island. Yeah. It's pretty close. <laughs> yeah, exactly. see Master of Impressions right here, me and Rich Little, who also sounded like someone's grandma from Long Island. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, so. He was a good guy, but not the Messiah that's always saying. <laughs> <laughs> no need to get political, Brendan. <laughs> I found it funny. <laughs> Next. So, the winner of the CG Game of the Year award for best action game goes to <laughs> Batman Arkham Knight. Metal Gear didn't win. Unbelievable. That's I, yeah. Surprising. I mean, I'm not even a huge Metal Gear fan, but I thought that was a shoe in. That's yeah. like a split vote thing. I, yeah. 
What did it? What was the percentage on it? Forty percent. Eh, not uh, that so, split. Yeah. so it wasn't a landslide exactly, I but I wasn't even interested in that. Game. No, I wasn't. I mean, I and I lost it. I because I didn't think that Arkham City was all that good. I, I loved like, Arkham City. I feel I like if you play like Arkham Asylum was the best in terms of like its atmosphere, its storytelling, what it did yeah. as a game. Arkham City just felt like a lesser version of that, just like, and its only selling feature was like, oh, it's kind of Gotham City now, hooray! I just yeah. like flying around, like using the zip line and gliding. Yeah, like, but you could kind of do that in Arkham Asylum. It was just a little bit yeah, more like control. Like, city city. But I, I, I don't disagree with you. Arkham Asylum was like the perfect game for what it was aiming to be. Yeah. Yeah. So the rest have just been, oh, let's make it open world. Oh, let's yeah. add a car. Like exactly. They yeah. put so much emphasis so on that car. So nobody here voted for this game, but we're announcing it. Apparently, Apparently I didn't not. vote for it. Awesome. I think I'd be honest. Rules. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm surprised that 40 percent of the staff could actually play the game with all the technical issues. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It had when it came out. It was console nothing. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, we didn't get the those PC dirty version. console kids. Console peasants ruin everything. Hey guys, <laughs> how do you play this Batman? How do you make him fly? I don't know how to glide. How do you battering? Now so, we all do the PC Master Race post. Yeah. That nobody can see in audio. Well, I mean, they, they can't post because obviously they're all going to, you know, say it was bad and terrible. And right. and we're not exactly disagreeing with you guys, so, so don't so get mad the, at us. Now the discussion is ground to a halt. Next category. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Nobody wanted this oh, game at one. Anywho. Uh, anywho. Democracy rules. Mm. Overall, on. Game of the Year, the right. CP yeah. Mag Game of the Year Award for Game of the Year goes to... I get a drum roll. <laughs> Undertale. No, I'm no, just kidding. It's, 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 I mean, that's the right answer, but the this answer we got... Uh, it says Rocket League Steve right Harvey. there. Said, yeah. Don't be Take Steve the crown Harvey. up. Give it to the real winner. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to Destiny of the Taken King. This is, this is, uh, totally this is the Emperor's new clothes. Everybody's it's The Witcher f- 3. And everybody's sad. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it, it was it's my a good. Up. It was my runner-up game of the year. It's a good game. I I don't think it was game of the year. I and like you know, you guys all we all heard my spiel about Undertale. That's why for me, Undertale was game of the year because The Witcher Three, as much as I liked it and as much as I like you know wanted to play it when I had it, it didn't stick with me nearly as long. Like. I, I, I disagree. I thought some of the choices were really gutsy. It just wasn't. No, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that it didn't like yeah. have that element to it. I just don't like it. It didn't have that staying power with me. You know what I mean? Like I, 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 I stopped another... playing it when like I think I I, I want to say it's Bloodborne. So I'm trying to think of the order oh, like so in which I got games. It? No, I got like halfway through another game came out and I moved on and I was kind of like just uh, maybe like a couple that game weeks is ago. A billion hours long after all. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. But that's what long. I mean. It, it didn't give me that that sense about where like I was like wanting to go back to it and thinking you know what I need to go back and finish Witcher 3 like See, it's on that sort of like back burner where I'm like yeah eventually I'll go back and finish to, to yeah. defend it to defend it there were some great moments no I agree game. with you the, entirely the bloody baron storyline was very challenging oh yeah the stuff with Yennefer and the the tree that sacred tree uh, where she just like she's the one that goes and destroys the tree and it's like next and you're sitting here going... I didn't get there. Whoa! It was a pretty hardcore moment. And then the evolution at the end, and I wish they'd gotten to it sooner. There was a little too much chasing Siri and Flash. Because I loved all the Siri moments. Like, 
And but that's yeah. just my me being a sucker for but, playing as strong. But female there was characters. a cool way they brought in. <laughs> they used a character to solve that problem of you can kill a character and and there has to be a place for that character later on. They solved that problem in a very clever way. It looked gorgeous. It ran well on my PC. It did. I mean, it, I know, mean, I had the PlayStation Four version, so I can't complain about like frame rate issues and and although I mean it it was a. 30 FPS decision for some reason. I don't understand why. No, it was, but a, it, was uh, it was on it the console. It's, on the console, it's, it's, on the console it, was, it was 30 yeah. FPS, which I don't understand cause, because uh, Metal Gear runs at 60. But we it, don't need it to, was we, the scope. We don't need to get into uh, into a frame rate discussion here. I do think it was the most improved franchise this year. Uh, like I said, yeah. I think from a mechanics perspective, the inventory worked properly, the maps worked properly. And like, maybe that's where we differ because Witcher 3 was my introduction to the series. Yeah. I never played the first two. Okay, imagine a game where it locks off mass, massive portions of the map based on arbitrary decisions. You constantly accidentally unequip your boots and the maps are unreadable. That's The Witcher 2. Wow, that sounds horrible. But people love it because there's boobs in it. There's boobs so in the third one. So it's kind of the opposite of the Arkham series where it's actually <laughs> yeah. improved on everything. And No, I really feel like if The Witcher 3 had been the first Witcher game I'd played, I would be a hardcore fan of that series. That's what I mean. It it got me. Like, it sold me on The Witcher. Like, yeah. I hadn't heard about it. And, it like, after I, like played it i was kind of like okay so the witcher's a thing now maybe i'll look into it the, but the only but thing it's I... so big there's comics there's books yeah. like i know i, didn't I actually I, but most of them are in polish i actually bought my i'm pretty uh, sure the polish economy at this point actually runs oh, on the witcher yeah. yeah i mean when when the polish president gave the witcher 2 to barack obama i'm like he's never gonna play that and i hope he never that's plays hilarious it, oh my god yeah, no this, this, i can't imagine barack obama playing the witcher 2 but the one thing that was missing from the witcher 3 was the 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 elves the Skoyatel yeah. in The Witcher two they really added uh, a that's fantasy actually, that's flavor actually the, the, the deck I use in Gwent the Skoy yeah the it's Skoyatel deck it's an incredible deck oh yeah it's the, insane the multipliers yeah that but and the monsters like those are the two best decks the monster designs though in The Witcher three are glorious unbelievably the nice unbelievable Holy monster geez. designs so I'm okay with it my one thing is the community surrounding the Witcher games needs some cleaning up. There are a lot of really, really nasty people that troll people on the internet over... I had somebody try to spoil Star Wars for me because they were mad about a comment I made about the Witcher, a trailer, really? two years ago. They are that mean. and I, that, have, I have never experienced it, but I would have no reason well, to. Well, Total Biscuit no, won't I've, even I've talk things. about The Witcher because the fans are gross. Yeah, And not all weird. fans, but there's yeah. enough of them that ruin it. And I think that that's why I'm hesitant about awarding this game of the year and why even though it was my, you know, in my top three, I'm very hesitant about this because I, I do want to say that the fan base of a game and the community surrounding a game, even if there isn't multiplayer component, affects how much people enjoy no, it's the, true. Pro the, 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 the product and there's got to be something we can do about these yeah, really, really nasty fandoms. They, like, if they have no reason to take a game away from you, like, why should they? You know right. what I mean? And we do need to start being a little bit cooler, like, you know, the, the five of us and, and two people who aren't really talking are sitting around here having a great time talking about games. That's the joy of gaming. Yeah. And when somebody comes in and makes it a death match... You're ruining it for everybody. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, for absolutely. no reason other than, you know, you didn't like the thing I liked. Or I didn't like the thing you liked, and, and I'm allowed, like, as much as I'm an asshole and do funny voices, but that's yeah. to keep it light. Like, exactly. it's all games, and we're all going to go home 
learning more about each other because we've had this really intense discussion about games, and that's the beauty of games. And I think that even though, you know, the Metal Gear fandom is just as besieged because of the whole quiet thing, and oh my God, that got ridiculous, they handled it without threatening anyone or, or brigading but, uh, yeah, anyone. Yeah, but I mean, you're talking or, about you know. a fan base that also kind of like banded together to try to remove all the nukes from like Metal Gear's multiplayer. Like, they I, really came so together bizarre. on that like, one, that you know? Bit, but that was sort of a wow. I really appreciate Who knew? <laughs> the work. <laughs> yeah. that, but that is that is a cool community. You know, exactly. that's awesome community. There's, there's some great communities out there, even if a game's not multiplayer. And I, I really think that if there is going to be improvement with, you know, CD Projekt Red does some amazing things with games, but that joy of gaming component is something they really need to improve. And as, as it seems the lone Witcher defendant here, the person willing to defend this game as Game of the Year, I just want to say that as well, that that really makes me uneasy with this choice because I feel like we're rewarding bullies. Yeah. Well, and, no, we're not rewarding bullies. Yeah. We're rewarding a good game that that you know. But it's the total. As much experience. as I, yeah, that, yeah, and that 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 plays a part in it. But that's not what won. Well, that's okay. why I'm defending the pick. Yeah, exactly. And I understand that's defending the choice. You know, that's your experience, yeah. but that's not everyone's. Yeah, because I never had course. that experience. Yeah. I didn't. I had no reason yeah. to get involved with the community. Um, but like you know, despite my thoughts about what I think should be game of the yeah. year, like I don't disagree with The Witcher 3 being game so of the year. Like I'm okay with it. It's a fair choice. What's everybody's personal game of the year then? Like what would you have said for yourself? Well, I, I, I said Undertale. Destiny yeah. the Taken King. I voted for Undertale. Yeah. Or Rocket League. <laughs> I, I admit, I came this no? I came more close. Next year. You know what, Lisa? Uh, not making a choice isn't making a choice, so it's make a goddamn choice. It's a very loud choice. Thank you. She's Pick a game or get route. out of here. Hey, no, I couldn't, I couldn't. genocide so, Rouge. So Lisa also picked Undertale, route. so that's yeah, cool. Yeah, Undertale should have won. Yeah, no, I, I was I was this close to saying The Witcher 3. I was. And so it was between the two for you then. Oh, I guess, you know, Metal oh, Gear and look, at, 3. look at us, but speaking of bullies, we didn't let Brendan say his game of the year. Brendan. Well, we know what my what game for? is. Well, I wanted to let him have a voice okay, at least. Okay, let him say it. You're right. You're no, right. no, no. Obviously, I mean, Bloodborne's my game of the year, but I'm a huge Souls fan so one way or the other i was gonna love it so uh but for next year hey quinn did you get you got your 360 right what you got your three your 360 right maybe xbox 360 yeah i never had an xbox oh, 360. What? dude i got mine back we should play some Ten tenchu z together oh that'd be fun all right but yes next year <laughs> looks like a lot of really kick-ass games coming out as yeah. well yeah I'm excited it's I'm be hoping hitman will be the hitman i wanted it to be when they decided to make it like an action-oriented shooter, what, fest. like this, like so massive ulti, like multi yeah, Blood Money is like my top five easily of all time. Like I love that game. Well, I'd be fine just with like an HD remake and some new fan levels. I but, feel like if it if it does anything like the same way that like Metal Gear approached a sort of like stealth-based open-world atmosphere, Hitman will probably be very good. Mm. Hitman's just a cool. Concept, yeah. too, yeah. you know. As, as well, it is. It's like this chess game of you can attack yeah. the same mission fifty different ways but and still succeed. Like De Agent, what Deus Ex used to be. Well, Agent Forty Seven is just such an interesting video game protagonist too, because he is sort of a cipher and he is sort of amoral, and it's just cool to get in sort of that creepy skin that way. And mm -hmm. the community, I don't know if the tools were in the last game, but they were in the game before that, I believe, where you could actually just go and kill a random NPC mm -hmm. in the level. Um, 
with whatever weapon and your friends have to do it better than you. That was a really cool community tool. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a wicked. I didn't even know about that. That's a great idea. But it's so you totally could come up with some super complicated machine way of killing somebody and then yep. your friends would have to like do it the same way. And I can't remember if it was the last game or the game before that. But unfortunately, I can't remember subtitles of the Hitman series. Yeah, they see, all just sort of run together. There, there's a perfect example. Blood, they, gun, money. Blood on the sand. Yeah. They, they created this protagonist where you can do that. And, I mean, morally, you're like, I don't have, this doesn't have to support my morals. This is no. Agent 47's morals. Because yeah. well, sometimes you want to play as, like, the quote-unquote villain. You know? And he's not even a villain. He's just this killing machine. Like, legit. And I. He works for money. I really like that about the series. Like, I do. Villainous. I, I think it, it handles the, the violent content in an exceptionally, like, thoughtful, conscious way. Mm-hmm. So it's cool. What's, yeah. coming up, what's coming up for Nintendo? Not much, really. Well, and we got Dark Souls 3. Federation Force. Yeah, we're all, looking, we're all looking forward to Federation Force. Am I right? I'm worried new, about that new Star Zelda? Fox game. Why? It did not play well at all. Really? You yeah. played it? Yeah, it was clunky. Really? I think that's why they held it back. That that tighten it up. Thing. They should have never. They, yeah, how they should have f- never tried to do that in the first place. Seriously, how do you mess up a Star Fox game? They wanted to they, integrate the tablet screen into it, so you can kind of like look around while flying on the screen, but you can also like see through like the front of your ship on the screen. And the, they want, and they should have never done that in the first place. The slight blink you get switching between screens is exceptionally disorienting. Mm-hmm. And I walked away kind of like when the VR headset isn't situated dead center, you kind of yeah. walk away slightly seasick and yeah. it just yeah. wasn't a good experience. I feel like if they which wanted to... In- oh, sorry. Go ahead, no, go ahead. I just going to say, which is going to suck because next year every game is going to be in VR. So. Yeah, 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 that's, that's, that's definitely that's the, the way of the future. Looks like they're going. Well, I don't know. I feel like if they had integrated like the sort of... like. Um, motion controls they did it with the DS one that would have been fine um, but yeah trying to make it multi-screen was, I'm excited for VR though yeah I am too I am I've too played some demos just the, really the vibe was really it. cool I'm excited to see they where that well. goes I mean I've seen some demos already that just it, there's no need for a VR game the way the game was designed London and Heist the getaway is fabulous yeah. and the kitchen tech demo is really good too it really excited me for the format I'm still even like uh, having seen it a couple times, I'm still actually really excited about Time Machine. When it's that comes really out. good. Yeah. Oh yeah, my gosh. Yeah. And it's just getting better and better every time I played it. It act, ev- new things are happening, and it's, it's dinosaurs just, and feels like you can't oh, lose. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. You can't. Oh. And yeah. the gameplay is, and it makes sense as a VR game. It it's really feels you, like a VR game. You don't game. get motion sick. It moves slowly enough that See, there's yeah. no worry about that. I'm ex- I'm only really excited for the Vive in terms of our, of VR stuff because that's. A, it's the only one I've really tried out, and B, I like the idea of actually being able to move around and have like full like motion mm. VR around you. Yeah, but do you have a VR room that you're gonna? I can I can to... move some oh, of my we furniture. Can all that right? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I'll move my that. furniture. It's fine. I I can't wait for the Sony VR set to come out because it seems like that's going to be the one where hey, you're sitting down pretty much the entire time. I don't think anyone else is really focusing on that. It's the most comfortable one to wear. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I've push. heard a lot of good things about it, actually, too. Yeah. And the motion sickness thing is something I think they're really working on. Yeah. Because that's going to be the big. Yeah. They just need to spread the, the principal focus a little bit wider to get rid of that motion sickness thing. Because it's when you slip off that three degrees that it becomes a problem. Well, anyway, that, that concludes our Game of the Year podcast. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Do you think our choices were correct, incorrect? Maybe you want to leave a comment on the little comment section down below in this little area because this is going to be on a website. 
Especially you Witcher fans. You yeah. didn't deserve the victory. Yeah. I defended you Come guys. At us. I defended you. For the record, please don't be asked. Come at us, bro. <laughs> please. I have a feeling this is going to be linked to your Twitter oh, account fuck. for like the next two years. Stay away from my Twitter account once this drops, guys. Like, just let me take it. I'll tank. You oh, that's gonna that's back, gonna cause problems when weapons. I ask everyone their Twitter. Like, oh, jeez. <laughs> give us a, give us a give us a pseudonym <laughs> Twitter handle. So, if you want to see more or read more from all of us here at CG, you can find us at cgmagonline.com. If you want to check us out on Facebook, maybe like us, maybe follow us, maybe leave a little comment. You can find us at facebook.com/comicsgamingmagazine. We are also on Google Plus at google.com slash plus online, And you can find us on the Twitters at online. Ah, the Twitters. I'm also on Twitter, NinjaJordan underscore. I'm also on YouTube. If you search Ninja Jordan Reviews, you'll find some video reviews. I may have done something relating to the new Star Wars recently. I you just have to go and find out about that. Um, what about you guys? Are you guys on the Twitters? I am. What Red, is, Red well, Liana K on Twitter. Are you, are you sure you want to give that away? No, oh, all, all the haters already yeah. know oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the force is strong in this chan. <laughs> um, but yeah, Red Liana K on Twitter, Liana K on Facebook, and I'm Liana K on the YouTubes Don't give as people well. your Facebook. They're going to look at all of your baby pictures and stuff. That's the worst. No, see, I came, I'm a ginger. I came fully oh, so you were just like, out of a pod, uh, just consumed souls. You just, you just materialized like one day. Like the way Lord of the Rings. <laughs> exactly. I, I was just a collection of Redichlorians. So, uh, yeah. Very nice. Brian, what about you? Uh, at Bryological on Twitter, and sorry I wasn't funnier, guys. <laughs> what? Come on. Dude. Is that like your YouTube Never channel? Sorry I wasn't funnier? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's a good statement. All right. Good. Patent good. pending. Quiet of the podcast. Do I get a prize for that? Yeah, you do. You get, but, yes. you get nothing because that's what you content. contributed. Ah, I got the chocolate. Oh, oh harsh burn. <laughs> she wasn't listening. She got chocolate. I got chocolate. I, I can't listen. Okay. I, I don't listen to I think podcast. Lisa's like. Oh, you can hear my Twitter. Mark. It's at Lisa Austin. Let's all crank around yeah. Oh, I'm not crank around Facebook. That's some horrible clipping when we try to get our Ferrero Rochers. Awesome. I'm going to have a blast editing that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Every time somebody tried to eat, we were like way away from the microphone. Like we were doing oh, the you're the worst. The Brian, you are the absolute the worst. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was, like, anyway, this is, this is falling apart, guys. We'll, we'll, we'll catch you next week. Merry Woot! Christmas Bye. or after Christmas. Yeah. <laughs>